like I generally feel like I am actually a really good person. Why am I not good enough for my parents to love me? This is Messages of Hope and I'm Celia Filkey. Do you ever feel like you're not good enough? The messages we receive as children have a huge impact on the way we see ourselves and that can stay with us throughout our life. It's awesome when it's a positive message, but what about when it's negative? Sarah, your relationship with your mum was pretty unpleasant. Why was that? Um, Mum loved my two brothers, so love was showered on the two boys. There was was no mother-daughter relationship as such with her, and then I was always the the black sheep. So how did that make you feel growing up? Did you know that that was not normal? Um, only when I started hanging around with, with friends and seeing the relationship between their parents, I, I never felt that sense of love and good enough. Okay, what do, you, what do you mean good enough? There was just, there was never anything that I actually ever really did that was right, that I was loved for, even told that I was just loved. Is there a specific situation that you can describe where your mum could make you feel yeah. that way? Uh, so... I had, two, I had two particularly close friends, but one of them was extremely close and she used to come to my, she did used to come to my house and um, she would um, openly say to her that I don't know why you bother being friends with her. She's nothing but a little so-and-so. Um, your mother said this to your friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I particularly remember one particular time was sitting out the back and mum had her girlfriends over and she just put me down the whole time was that I was not worthy, that I was promiscuous but I wasn't, Mm. but in her mind she thought that I was. I was always lucky that I always attracted nice boyfriends Mm -hmm. and boys that treated me nicely by flowers and jewellery and that Mm. kind of thing. And she would openly say that, why do you bother wasting your money on her? Yeah. So boys obviously found you attractive. Was that the issue for your mum or was it something else? I wasn't um, allowed to think that I was pretty or that I was, yeah. Why is that? Because that would have meant that you loved yourself. And that was not, that wasn't okay. That wasn't okay to love yourself. That's an incredible message that you can't love yourself. So you've been fed all these messages of not being good enough and not lovable. Has that message stayed with you or has there been a point in your life where you decided not to accept that anymore? Uh, When I was pregnant with my eldest daughter, that was when I started to realise that there was no way I was going to parent the way that I was parent and that my children would, without doubt, know that they're loved the unconditional love that you are still always good enough, worthy, loved, Mm -hmm. beautiful. I could very easily have just continued that, that cycle, not being enough and not being worthy and then making your daughter feel the same. Yeah. Like it stops here. There is no more. It stops at me so that they don't do it with their family. Coming up, you'll hear the challenges Sarah faced as an adult, especially in relationships, as she struggled to come to terms with fighting against her low self-image. carry the negative experiences we have as children into our adult lives. For Sarah, it was all about the low self-image she formed from a loveless relationship with her mum. Sarah, that must have affected your relationships as an adult. Tell me about your first husband. Yep, yep. I was with him for 11 years, so I was obviously with him quite young. He totally loved and just what I thought um, just surrounded me in love. So because I didn't get that, he was he topped me up and he was the one that loved me and protected me it wasn't until later that I then understood it as to actually it wasn't a love and protection it was actually a controlling 
um, kind of thing. Um, how was it controlling? Telling you what to think, how you should dress, how you should look, uh, being nasty and then flipping that and all of a sudden loving all over you and you know that I don't really want to hurt you. Twisting all of that back around that, you know, that you're the most important thing to me. It, you know, messes with your head because you don't really know. Party goes, oh, is this okay? I was just looking to be loved, which is why I probably gravitated so much towards my first husband because I just was really just looking to be loved. And that's why you just put up with and you do. Your relationship broke down with your first husband. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your current husband. What's your relationship like with him? And is it different? Totally different. So my first husband was about doing everything for the man. Second husband, you know, why do you even wear makeup? You're beautiful as you are. That was when I realised what true love was, was meeting him yeah. and the way that he makes me feel every day. That's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So was that easy for you? Was that suddenly, did, did that heal you? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I still struggle with that. I still don't believe it. You know, I could still race in uh, just before he's getting home and fix my makeup on and, and do that kind of thing. Um, I look in the mirror and I don't see anything. I see ugly. Still. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't see myself as what he sees me as. I still struggle with that. And, and that's, a, that's just a big work in progress all the time. Sometimes I think I've got it. Yeah. And then I don't. Coming up, we'll hear how challenging it is to break the cycle of never feeling good enough. This is Messages of Hope. No matter how many positive messages we're given about being good enough, when we have that deep core belief that we're not, nothing seems to be able to heal that. Sarah has been searching her whole life to fill that need to be truly loved and accepted. Sarah, I know you're involved in a beauty company. To me, that seems like, doesn't that feed your poor self-image? Oh, absolutely not. No, okay, it doesn't so tell me about at that. all. Um, it's funny because with the company that I'm with, people have kind of an image and think of it as being, it's all about beautiful people, mm. right? Mm. But it's not. It's all about us all being worthy and good enough and finding our best self. Um, a big part of it is the personal development by reading books and affirmations. And so between that, we all empower each other and love on each other. So how did you like come from where, where you were feeling very, you know, unworthy? Yep. How have you come to work in this company? I, I was always, I was using the products anyway, but I was asked to actually take a look at the business side of it. And because of the person that I was, there was no way I could ever do anything like that. But I also realised that I personally, and I'm, you know, I'm growing up children, that I actually needed to work on myself more and needed to work on my self-belief. Why is that? Why is that important? Because I didn't want to have my children, you know, having negative self-belief on themselves. So tell me a little I, bit about that journey. The first conference that I went to, I spilt tea all over myself. I, I spilt my food. I completely hyperventilated, had a complete meltdown. Just being there in the conference is you know, 3,000, 3,000, 4,000 people. That was completely out of my depth. Yeah. But you did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been to six now and the girls will always say from where you are now, ginormous difference. And what does your daughter think? Oh, she's so proud of me all the time. She's been to some, you know, where I've had to talk in front of people and things like that and she's come to those kinds of things with me and seen me do that. So she's always just, she's just super proud of, of what I do, that I say yes to things and that I now step out my comfort zone. Why is that important to you for her to see that? Oh, so she can do the same thing. 
So, so she knows that there is no limits, that there's no boundaries on anything that you can actually really, you can do anything. Coming up, we'll hear about another experience that had a powerful impact on Sarah's self-belief in a way that nothing else she had tried came even close. This is Messages of Hope, and today we're talking with Sarah about her struggle to overcome a poor self-image from her childhood. Even though Sarah had built a lot of confidence through her experiences with the beauty company, she still carried the living scars of her past, and the negative self-talk continued to be a daily battle. She was invited to a Christian women's conference by a friend, and although she was reluctant at first, she decided to go anyway. So how did that turn out? Some of it was a little bit woo-woo, but it was a, a really amazing experience. I haven't been brought up in a Christian background. I was really out of my comfort zone, but by the Sunday, I'd actually mellowed into the whole thing and kind of thought, hmm, okay, I think we can do a bit of this and let's explore this a bit further. And I had this really powerful healing. Oh, tell me about that. I went in with the healing with a different reason behind it. My husband has a health condition, so I actually um, wanted the healing for my husband for his health condition. So was this like a prayer group? It was in prayer group, yes. But it ended up turning around and picking up about my relationship with my ex-husband and with my mum. My mum came into it. It was really quite profound, the whole experience of it. You know, I can do positive self-talk and affirmations and read books, but this was beyond anything else that I had done before. In what way? It was just, it was, it was just beyond powerful, like it really was. There was, between the three of them that were all praying, there was lots of, lots of crying, lots of snot crying. Like <laughs> there was, <laughs> it, it's hard to explain. Mm. The tingles, she was almost like pulling out, getting rid of, cutting cutting cords from the past and that kind of thing Mm. so how has that affected you since then I guess because I haven't I've never because I didn't have an understanding on what God really was all about at all so I guess it was just the understanding that he's actually he's there and he just loves on all of us and that we're all his children and so that that unconditional love yeah yeah that unconditional and so having that or starting that relationship with God, how does that make you feel? Well, when I'm feeling lack of love from parents, I know that he loves me. Yeah, that's really good. Earlier you mentioned about looking in the mirror and not liking what you see, but you've done something practical to help change the power of that every day. I have written across my mirror in pink lipstick that I'm enough, and I um, constantly look at that and remind myself of that, that I'm enough and that I'm worthy and that I'm beautiful. But, you know, having that I am enough on my mirror, that's not only for me. My kids go in the bathroom and they see it. My husband gets ready every morning. Mm -hmm. He sees it, Mm. you know. (laughs) And they can see, you know, your own struggles and issues but they know that you're doing something about it. And um, such a powerful message that you're sending them. Absolutely. I don't have a lot of childhood great memories. And so what's important is actually I want my kids to have some good memories and that we are all loved and that we're all good enough and worthy and that we can all do what we set out to do, that there shouldn't be any limitations on what we do. We can actually be who we want to be and do what we want to do. 
If you've experienced a lot of put-downs and emotional abuse, you may still be struggling with the guilt of not being good enough. With God, we don't need to put the makeup on and build the facade that everything is great. God already totally loves us. We can just be ourselves with God. For more about how God can love you back to wholeness, go to messagesofhope.org.au or for the free booklet Unlocking the Prison of Guilt, call us on 1800 353 350. That's 1800 353 350. Or go to messagesofhope.org.au. I'm Celia Filkey from Messages of Hope, a part of the Lutheran Church where love comes to life. I hope you can join us again next week for another message of hope, real hope to cope with life's challenges. Music